when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. Apple crisp, pumpkin pie, and cinnamon ice. Cinnamon ice cream's got to taste like. What What ice cream do you like? Pails. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this ice cream's just called Tin Roof. Better not be fucking Tin Roof. Chocolate marshmallow. That can't be right. <laughs> this one's Packers Vanilla. Official ice cream of the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Isn't Kemp's from Minnesota? What's going on here? Is there some tomfoolery happening? There's some tomfoolery happening. It's fucking bullshit. Early days. Better start in fucking... Wisconsin. Are you going to do this whole episode without me? I'm pissed. Am I just going to... Can I just go, like, sit William in the other room? William Kemp's and Walter Lathrop. Oh, I wonder why they didn't call it Lathrop's. <laughs> it's not his name. Yeah, that's his last name. They took William Kemp's last name, but not Walter Lathrop's last name. Oh, to form Lathrop Kemp's Ice Cream Company. Yeah. Well, they did that wrong, because it's supposed to be K-L, not L-K. No, it's supposed to be L-K. They're from Minneapolis. Why it's in we- alphabetical order, L-K. Because it sounds like it starts with an E. It's in reverse alphabetical order. Oh. I mean, these these things look pretty pretty good. Not really. Is sold... Oh, then they got bought out by its... I just don't... Dairy consumption grows. Does anybody care? What the fuck? And then it, it, I like how when giant uh, businesses buy out other people, they're like, uh, they became a member of the Kemp's family. It's like, no, no, they didn't. Heck you, Kemp's. What the hell? It's based in Kansas City, Missouri. Puke. They make juices. Says who? And chip dips. All right, we got a pod. Yeah, this is podding. I'm just excited about Kemp's. And I'm You're just to... listing off. I'm excited <laughs> products that... about Kemp's, <laughs> a Minnesota dairy company That's produces the official ice cream of a fucking Wisconsin-based football team. Now I have the right to be pissed off about that. No. Yeah, I think everybody does, except for people from Green Bay. They're probably pretty happy. Except for anybody outside of Minnesota and Wisconsin. Hey, they're in Missouri. They're headquartered in Missouri. Well, Kansas City, Missouri. They should be in the... They're in the wrong Kansas City. Why is there a place called Kansas City in Missouri? That is a fair point. I think it was just too big before... Was it like there was Kansas City? Missouri would have been there before Kansas. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, so... The Squidward expansion? (laughs) So So you think that Missouri had a place called Kansas City. And then it got so big, they're like, it's a state now. Yeah, I think so. I, that's how they had to do it. I, I, how else would it work? I don't know. But how did they... It, Kansas isn't a good Native American name, though. Because you get to, like, Montana, and the Ojibodewada, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. There's a bunch of cities named, like, tribal shit. You're like, oh, yeah, this place is old. So why would Missouri have a place... What is Missouri... All of it. Missouri's gotta be some it's, fucking it's like Native right American shit. It's like right in the dead shit. center of Tornado Alley. There's probably no Native Americans even there. Hey, let's build the big city here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> What is there in Kansas? What do you think Kansas is? Other than chicken gravy for $100. What do you, <laughs> what do you think Kansas's main import is? What do I think Kansas's main import is? Yeah. Other than chicken gravy. Yeah. So whether or, not chicken, their chicken gravy. whether or not chicken gravy is the answer, <laughs> I am not allowed to answer that. You if, can. If it is the wrong. answer, I have to <laughs> Even say if the it's next right, biggest it's thing. It's not counted. Okay. 
So besides chicken gravy, yeah. what is Kansas's biggest import for a hundred dollars? That's oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It doesn't have to be food, right? It could be literally anything. Yeah, it could be Dawn dish soap. I want to. This say, podcast is brought to you by Dawn dish soap. Uh, can I? Can I say gasoline slash oil? Yeah, but you have to. You have to say it like a southerner. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I can only pick one: gasoline <laughs> or oil. You don't get both. That's that's not included. But if I say it as a southerner, I can say <laughs> no, both. Then you get to pick one of them. <laughs> but in order to pick one of them, you have to say any cheeks it. Otherwise, I have to pick something else. Sure. <laughs> no, but that would you would deduce other than chicken gravy. That would be the logical step. That's so. I want my next thought was chicken gravy, <laughs> but I don't know. Um. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with, I'm gonna stick, well, I just feel like everyone <laughs> imports gasoline, right? I don't know if you import it. Um, oil, but everyone imports oil. You Kansas. don't find oil in Kansas. Didn't we have that building where I keep people in Topeka? Michita. Michita, yeah. Mich- oh, no. Kansas! Okay, Kansas's chief import... For uh, for a hundred dollars, my final answer is, uh, it's a food. It's I'm going with food. It's it's definitely a food, and I am gonna. I wanted to say corn, but they probably just grow their own corn. The number one import into Kansas is I I keep wanting to say chicken gravy. <laughs> it's okay. It's gonna be. Uh, there's no way. It's it's a dumb it, industrial machinery. What? What? That is so vague. Yeah, isn't it? So if, if either industri- way, it's not beef. <laughs> so we, okay. we figured out it's not beef. I just want to be very clear oh, about this. I don't know what that is, though. Nesoy. <laughs> I want to be very clear about this. Uh, I'm still wrong, but if they're allowed to say, oh, it's an island. If they're allowed to say industrial machinery, <laughs> then I'm allowed to just say. Food as my answer that's, and not that's beef. That's also still wrong. I know you, it's still if wrong. If you want to die on that vine, you are allowed to. I feel like saying food is closer to industrial machinery than saying Which beef. is funny because it's probably for farming. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously it's for farming. But I didn't even get it think of chi- that. They said they get it from China, which is like, you're not going to buy fucking farm equipment from China. I don't... Maybe. They, they're buying like rice scythes or whatever you cut down rice with. Yeah. Those <laughs> giant Grim Reaper fucking... Yeah. I think you would hope they would just use a combine <laughs> or, or something what, of that. I don't know what they do in the rice fields in China. I think they just drown. That's where they bring all the, the babies that are girls and throw them in. It helps fertilize yeah. the, the water. One for the harvest. And then they have the the chairman, air gunner. I feel like Kansas the... has a weirdly high... Like, Population! <laughs> like, compared with every other state in the United States, yeah. a weirdly high amount of... How many of states w- are there in the United States before you finish that thought? 47. Okay. <laughs> like, a weirdly high amount of, like, berry Berries. swamps. Oh, you think? Yeah. I think that's more of an us thing. I think that's stupid. But I'm saying in comparison with most of the other states I don't in the think country, so. I, I think, think it's, it's too dry. Up. I, th- I bet it's too dry. 
Okay. I think the Barry thing is a Michigan, Wisconsin, God forbid Ohio, but maybe Ohio thing. I just kind of want, you know, Kansas to be doing something, I guess. Tornadoes, uh... <laughs> Tornadoes is Kansas' <laughs> chief and export. barbecue. I know barbecue is really big in Kansas City. And then Patrick Mahomes is quarterback of the Chiefs <laughs> of a bunch of the world's best races combined into Brazilian Englishman. I don't, I don't know, but he looks cool. He has weird hair that I wish I m- had for a day so I could throw football really well like he can. You think his hair is what lets him throw the football really well? I think there's really some well? fucking weird neurological powers that he gets from it. From his hair. Super speed! You think yeah. he gets super speed from his hair? His name's Barry Allen. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Patrick Mahomes. That's what he tells people. It's his cover. All he has to do is lie about his name. He's not just going to go around telling people he's Barry Allen. That'd be too obvious. Would it? Then you'd have to second guess yourself. They maybe, wouldn't let him play sports if maybe, he was Barry Allen. Maybe you'd want to do an uh, eyes wide shut thing of habit be in plain sight. My name's Barry Allen. I'm the fastest man in life. Bullshit. Runs away. I still don't believe him. <laughs> like, these people are just fucking stupid. <laughs> My name's Barry <laughs> Allen. I'm the fastest man alive. <laughs> nope. Where'd that liar go? <laughs> Where'd Patrick Mahomes go? (laughs) (laughs) The Chiefs need a quarterback. This now brings up the question of when are they going to change. They got rid of the Washington Redskins because the name's offensive. Well, you can't say... I'm going to have to bleep that. Okay. Got rid of the Cleveland Indians because what are those? Now there's there's two teams left. Atlanta Braves, baseball team, and Kansas City Chiefs. And that's that's on... What's wrong with the Braves? uh, They do uh, like a... That's their chant thing. It's like the chop... Really, any sports team in Atlanta should be just be fucking flamethrowered. But really, just Georgia. The thing in is, is it's, a, it's the next. It's the next target on the 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 snowball rolling down the hill of killing any. We're the we're the Vikings in that. Yeah, no. It turns out white people don't care if you turn them into a cartoon or Nords. <laughs> we, we are the Nords. Okay, uh, I got a question for you. Since you asked me about the Kansas. Yeah, give me an importer-exporter question. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody's yeah, yeah. favorite subtopic of questions. <laughs> this, is, this is an importer-exporter <laughs> query episode. So what, is, what is the n- number three? Oh, thanks. <laughs> what is the number three export of Montana? Oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say hate. But <laughs> I don't think that'll be on any list on the internet. <laughs> you don't think it and you think that's number three? Okay, there's a lot of land in Montana. A lot of hunting goes on. Three. Um, uh, there's probably a weird proportion. Like, all of the girls that were into scene in, like, the early 2000s, that kind of, like, that emo kind of stuff, I bet there is, like, a remaining portion of them in Montana. Ah, uh, let's see. Three. There's probably a lot of corn and stuff, but that's probably in one thing. If it's an export, but does Montana have any connection to the outside world? I don't think so. I would say like lumber. There's a lot of trees. I'll there's say, a lot of trees everywhere. I'll say lumber. You think lumber is the number three export? Yeah, sure. Lumber is not in the top ten. What the fuck? <laughs> but lentils is. Fuck! Shut up. Lentils really? is number seven. Isn't lentils Indian? Isn't that that weird chickpea shit? Yes. What the fuck? How? Number what three. What are lentils? Do you grow lentils or do <laughs> lentils come from something? No, this is this is worth learning. 
What the fuck? Number three is copper or concentrate. <laughs> if I just said concentrate, like I thought you weren't focusing, it would have inadvertently gotten that right. Number three is copper or concentrate. <laughs> yeah. Focus. You got it. It makes up 7.9% of their exports. What the fuck? I guess mining. What's two and one? Number two is copper oxide. Shut the fuck hydroxides. up. It's more copper shit. Yeah. Jesus. Guess guess what number one? Copper. <laughs> nope, you're close. Copper you're ore. You're on the right track. Bronze. It's coal. Coal. Wow. Wouldn't have guessed. Non-anthracite nor bituminous coal. What about, what about lentils? What about lentils? What the fuck? What's a lentil? It makes up 3.3% of their exports That's at so much? $65.8 million what the a fuck? year. I'm so confused. What's between lentils and just mining shit? Is there any other food? Live cattle, not for purebred breeding, okay. is number four. Electrical energy. That's cool. Machinery specifically for making semiconductors. <laughs> And That's then weird lentils. Also, but. Yeah, and then number eight is human slash animal blood. What the hell? <laughs> Montana's fucking weird. And then uh, just to round out the ten, we got uh, barley at number nine, and then number ten is hydrides, nitrides, azides, and silicides. Of course. I'm going to commit silicide. <laughs> You've never tried to get some psilocides from Montana? What the fuck? That's so weird. I could go for some azides. The snow begs the question of this is a weird rabbit hole to go down, of really digging in to what people know about what states are exporting what shit and what industries exist in Montana. If there's anything I've learned from the last 10 minutes of us asking this, it's that neither of us know anything about any of it no you could probably pick minnesota and i have no fucking clue what would be number one because there's shit the top 40 percent of the state i have no idea anything that happens there number one export it's gotta be iron corn you think fuck it's totally corn (laughs) it's totally corn top minnesota the whole fucking 30 40 percent is just trees it's gonna be lumber iron corn soybeans wheat yep we don't know anything no? Number one, light petroleum oils. From where? Uh, I don't know. Makes up Give 7% your... of Minnesota's total export. That's a lot. Number two, medical needles. Oh, that's <laughs> weird also. <laughs> that's an export? That's an so export. So we make them here. Probably, Somebody's making yep. a lot of medical needles. Probably because of the Mayo Clinic's here. That's so stupid. It makes sense, but what you'd think that would be a thing. Minnesota makes, on average, $879 million a year in medical needles. How much is a medical needle? I guess you have to reuse them, right? They're disposable. You can't reuse them. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, it's a good market to be in. So you gotta buy them all, You have to make a bunch. They're probably not that expensive, though. You buy them in bulk, I assume. Yeah. Costco. pennies on the dollar. You don't buy them at Costco. <laughs> Why would you buy medical needles at Costco? You think the Mayo Clinic things? goes to Costco to get their supplies? I, I give. I'm a middleman for the Mayo Clinic. They no. don't know about Costco. Okay, number. Yeah, I'm price gouging. Number five, you were close. Number five is agglomerated iron oh. ores. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take one of the ten. <laughs> Fuck. What the hell? We are dumb. Number eight, medical, dental, and veterinarian instruments. That's weird. Other than medical needles, I would assume. 
Oh, such a weird state. Number nine, corn. Nice. Number ten, soya bean. Huh? <laughs> you remember getting all those soya beans? What the fuck? Is it S-O-Y-A? Yeah. Oh, that's just an S-O-Y-A novel. Fuck. <laughs> it's native to East Asia. How the fuck did it end up here? Soybeans and side effects. Minnesota has highly negative net exports in the international trade of crude petroleum oils, natural gas, and heart pacemakers. In turn, these cash flows indicate Minnesota's competitive disadvantages under those product categories. Sorry, I got just I got distracted by soybeans. Soya beans. Soya beans. One of the side effects is diarrhea. Your body doesn't know what it is because it's not a food we're into. Isn't that the side effect of everything? And constipation. Yeah, that's another one. If you do anything, you're either going to get constipation or diarrhea. Dizziness, constipation, or diarrhea. I'm just imagining somebody eating a bunch of soybeans. Whoa, I can't stand up. (laughs) It's from the soybeans, you fucking addict. Can you imagine having constipation and diarrhea at the same time? (laughs) Stomach constipation. (laughs) It's not how the fucking ad goes, it's how the jingle works. Eat beans, Minnesota. <laughs> That's their tagline. Eat beans. You're, you're listening to fucking Dave Ramsey and his wealth management shit, and he's beans and rice, and you thought he meant soybeans and rice? Yeah. And you're eating uncooked soybeans? Yeah, he definitely is trying to recommend soybeans. And they're just hard? <laughs> That's the worst ex- experience as a kid. You're out in, like, a fucking field. You're like, beans! I know what these are. And you try to bite a soybean, and you fucking break your teeth. Dave didn't say I had to cook the rice. Yeah, what the fuck, Dave? <laughs> you're eating dry rice and uncooked soybeans? That'd be a good shit post on the Baby Steppers group on <laughs> <laughs> fucking Facebook. That'd be hilarious. You have a bowl of, like, milk, rice, and soybeans all uncooked. Milk uncooked as well. And it's you just have a spoon. Like, uh, like it's cereal. You have, yeah, you have yeah. rice and beans and you pour milk into yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do this shit to save money. <laughs> I've been trying to save money and I don't think I can live like this. <laughs> so stupid. So how's life been? Unemployed. Um... I don't know if you noticed on your way in, but uh, someone rear-ended me. <laughs> I kind of, I thought, I'm like, what, what happened? I did notice it, but didn't think anything of it. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, man, Colton's card's fucking shit. <laughs> it wasn't that bad <laughs> no, when I bought it. I when did this happen? A couple days ago. So, uh, within the last six months, uh, two cars have gotten crashed that I've owned. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, but rear-ended, at least that's not your fault. Yeah, people are like, oh, did you, like, is it your fault? I'm like, this person re-rented me. How is it my... I was, like, it was a multi-car crash, by Jesus. the way. How the fuck? We've been pretty much in the same car for about half of the year for the past six years together. Yeah. And we've yet to witness a car crash. And in the past six months, you've been into. Correct. That's insane. The odds of that. Then again, I also went in the ditch twice. Whatever. So I was driving into town and, you know, the big electronic sign that has changing messages every single day. Yeah, careful. Someone's going to rear-end you. You're like, what? It said, crashed or skidded? Stay in the car. Others may follow. And I was like, what does that mean? That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Skidded. And little did I know it was uh, scarily accurate foreshadowing pointed directly at me. Would you? What, so what happened? So I, uh, first of all, out of all four cars in the crash, yeah, 
I am the least at fault because I was stopped at a red light. <laughs> nice. That's perfect. <laughs> and when the person ran into me, I didn't hit the person in front of me. So. Nice. That's hard to do. <laughs> like, I win in this scenario, 100%. But I was at the stoplight, and I was just kind of minding my own business, and all of a sudden it's, doom right into the back. And I was like, okay, my training says, don't get out of the car. Others may follow. Doom, doom. <laughs> My training, the, the force is telling me to stay here. And uh, I had my window rolled down after we pulled over to the side of the road four or five seconds later. Because <laughs> it matters. <laughs> there was four or five seconds. Uh, cop flipped his light on. Like, he was right there. Yeah. I think he was, like, b- probably the fifth car in the line. Nice. <laughs> like, okay, I avoided the crash, but I'm here. And so I rolled my window down because he was, like, going back and forth, like, talking to everyone, you know, like, yeah, you film, good? Yeah. And everything like yeah. that. Just kind of stay here. We'll figure everything yelling, out. Yelling racial epithets at everybody that crashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting yeah. on his body Everyone camera. was completely white. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, he was just yelling slurs. Like, <laughs> just I mean, go. against blacks, Mexicans, Jesus. Jews. <laughs> Every, everything you Typical can think Minnesota of. Typical Minnesota cop. <laughs> Just, like, screaming about, like, just Asian words you've never even thought to say. Like, what is going on? (laughs) He was, he he kept saying about how everything that's ever happened in the cities is completely justified. Oh my god. It's like, okay, maybe I'm just gonna stay in the car. I'm (laughs) I'm just gonna do what this guy tells me. Maybe I can live to see this another is, day. He's going through a divorce or something. <laughs> Wait this one out in the car. Let's not get out of the car like we usually do and try to handle things ourselves. Let's wait this one out, Colton. Let's let's listen to your training where it says Jesus. stay in the car if you crash. Do not, under any circumstances, just, get out of the car. Red eagle on the hood and groan. <laughs> Oh, so I had my window down, and this lady that hit me is freaking out, like borderline having a panic attack. Nice. And she's like, "I just, I just totaled my Jeep. I built this myself, and it's, I can't use it anymore." I'm like, "I got no sympathy for you, lady. If you're this in a is fucking your fault. Jeep. You should have been able to stop too. Those can go up mountains and shit." And then, <laughs> she goes, "I just looked up, and there was a car there." I was like, "Looked up? Maybe you should have been looking up." <laughs> Wait, wait, hang on. You're telling me you were driving and you weren't looking at the road? God. I wonder why you crashed. Yeah, I, I don't care about your Jeep. Spent your life savings of $800 on. And then the, the cop was like, hey, like, you know, I, I know you really care, but like, just so you know, no one got hurt. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Which is funny, because... Jeeps usually have that, like, guard on the front, at least some of the time, yeah. to where her car was probably fine until she got rear-ended. Right. Every single like, person was able to- Jeep dr- crumple zone. <laughs> Every person was able to drive out of there. They didn't need to tow so a car. You're fine. Yeah, your car's not totaled. Uh, actually, it, okay. it, my car might be totaled. Yours? Yeah. Your cool, <laughs> expensive car. <laughs> So what I've found out is, I think this is like my sixth car that I've ever owned. Mm-hmm. It is also, I think, the fifth car that I've owned that has gotten hit by somebody else at some point. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's that's messed up. So 
first things first, I'm never going to buy a super expensive car because I always will have the car for a month and it will get hit. That's the thing of like why I'm on the fence about buying that truck. It's like, man, 22, you know, even if I, whatever, get the other half covered. It's like, that's still a lot of money. That's a big, that's a commitment to that. That's, uh, yeah. I want to say there's a, in Walden, Henry David Thoreau quotes or mentioned somebody saying like, uh, when you invented, like when the home became a thing, like the, the problem with it was that you can't take it with you, that you couldn't like bring your home. Like you mean, it locks you down and like debt does that as well. It's like owing somebody 22 fucking thousand dollars is like a, kind of a commitment. Yeah. I'm like, I could just chain used cars instead. Used cars suck. I I'll know. say that. Yeah, no, my radio does not shut off and uh, the heat is uh, questionable. So, but, ugh, I, I don't know. I uh, paid $3,900 for my car. Okay. It's pretty cheap, but it's not like, you know, like a really cheap car I would think is like a 1000 or 2000 yeah. So, it's not the cheapest car ever, but it's by no means an expensive car. Yeah. And I just looked up the the, the Kelly Blue Book. It's uh, got to be like twelve hundred. Fox car car Show me the car Show me the car It turns out my car just got totaled, according to the car Average going rate for my car sixty four hundred dollars. <laughs> so there's a good chance, in all honesty, there's a good chance they're just gonna total my car, and then I'll. Be like, oh, I'll go to the junkyard and be like, hey, I'll give you like 200 bucks to sell me this car, right? What? If they total the car, then they essentially buy me out. Okay. And they say, this is what your car is worth. We're taking your car. We're going to sell it to the junkyard. Okay. A lot of the time you can then go to the junkyard and be like, hey, I'll buy that car from you for like two or 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, cool, whatever. Then, you know, that's more than we paid to get it or you know that we gave the insurance company yeah and so i can buy it back for like 300 bucks or whatever and then i'll still have like six thousand dollars which is that's crazy more than i paid for the car and the car still works perfectly fine that's awesome like the blinker the the back lights everything still works so i need oh fuck i forgot to buy another headlight there's that fucking song. You need a third headlight. There's that song called One Headlight, and I never understood it until two days ago. I'm like, why is it dark? Why am I going to the gym and fucking whatever in the morning, and it's like darker on the left two side? Two o'clock in the morning? Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Perfect time to go to the gym. Oh, yeah. That's 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 why. So I need to. I don't even know how to replace it. But the problem is I have no fucking free time. So all of these ideas that are like gumdrop fairies in my head. Tend to go away after I get off work. So it's like, cool, I have a couple hours to do me things. You have no free time. You got off of work at like 2 p.m. today. And I got you oats. You have no free time. I got oats. I got um, chicken. I made chicken and uh, rice. You made chicken and oats. Not yet. What else did I do? You ever put chicken I in your oatmeal? took a shower. That was a big deal. I talked to a state trooper for a little bit. About what? They were stopped on my road. That's a weird place to stop. It was dumb. I mean, I just pulled out in front of him. I did like the hands up. I don't have, I have a hat on. So not a gun. So this guy was on your, lady, this guy was on your road. Yeah. And you pulled over next to him. Not in front of him. Yeah. You pulled over in front of him. And this guy's this, I mean, the second you do this, this guy's got his hand on his gun. No. (laughs) You don't think so. No. You don't think this guy's butthole is clenched no like what is this guy doing zero percent my fucking car has some bullshit on it like crazy chicken lady 
That's not a threat. 100% you know immediately that's not a threat. I do the hands up thing and then I pick up a fucking can that was in the ditch before I go talk to her. Zero threat. So <laughs> so it says crazy chicken lady. Yeah. And it's then me. out of the car. I identify as a crazy chicken lady. Comes Colton. this six foot man with no muscle. Rude. <laughs> Rude but true. <laughs> You don't think this this state trooper is like, oh my god. Oh, I could have killed her. Easily. <laughs> There's no okay. doubt in my mind. She looked like she was about 5'2". I'm like, you poor thing. What are you doing shooting people? <laughs> Protecting the... the fo- I said, you should... I told her. I'm like, people speed on this fucking road all the time. Just stay here. Whole summer, stay here. Just chill out. This is the hot spot. Like, animals have been killed for the past, I don't know, 40 years on this road. You guys don't pull anybody over. Which is weird that, well, I guess the reason people speed down that road is because it's not really a main road. No, and you get off that one coming from Iota, and then you, everybody, people fly through the highway sometimes. Like, going down that, and then they they just don't stop at the stop sign and just go across into that gravel road. (laughs) It's not, there's some weird... I imagine it, hap- it happens when you get close to the river. It happens when you get past Winona, the the one the 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 city everybody knows because Winona Riders is named after the city. There's no way everybody knows that city. Yeah, hundred percent. You but there's areas where people leave in the comments. The email us if you know who that is. Do you know? Do you know the city of Winona? The the fourteen floors of Oars. That's the that's the where the dorms are. We're on a state university. That's what they're called. <laughs> oh fuck! But you get away from these areas of population, and people train change fucking drastically. Yeah, it's something happens. Something gets something gets probably out of the water, and that's how people are supposed to be normally. There's no fluoride in our water. Oh, shit. There's no backwash birth control. We're in, ingesting. Speaking of putting things in water and taking things out of water, did you hear current event news that the nuclear reactor exploded and dumped into the Mississippi River? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I saw some bullshit like that. Yeah. Fucking a couple days ago, there was some stupid shit, and then I just assumed it was the one by Red Wing. And I think was that- No, it's a different one. It was a different one? Yeah. Nuclear leak. L-E-E-K. Correct. It's a tall it's one. A, it's a nuclear vegetable. Monos- Monticello, Minnesota? Monticello? Mm. Monticello. Monticello. Oh, it's only 400,000 gallons. <laughs> I can fit <laughs> that Fucking in my car. God. Holy shit. And it's like oh, they, right at the beginning of the Mississippi River, don't, too. Don't worry, it started November 2022. What? Excel confirmed the leak of water containing tritium in November 2022. It notified officials the same day. Why is this just recent news then? What the fuck, NPR? What's going on? So this is just straight up like the nuclear reactor from The Simpsons? Minnesota officials are monitoring the cleanup of a 400,000 gallon leak of contaminated water from a nuclear power plant in the city of Monticello. Run by the energy giant Excel's Energy. I want to know who thought it was a the good Excel idea. Excel Energy Center. <laughs> Classic. Who thought it was a good idea to build Official a nuclear power plant right next to the Mississippi River? There is no danger from the leak. I don't believe that. Yeah. They have nuclear warheads in Iraq. Yeah. Same shit. There's no danger from the leak, so if I jump in the water, I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be good. Good mood, food, yeah. 
Thanks, Arby's. Thanks, Mr. Nuclear Leak. Remember when he would be on local TV to tell you about how non-contaminated your nuclear leak water is? Yeah. Mm, I mean, he's got a bunch of spots on his skin and he licks his lips and says it feels really nice. You might want to, like, delve back into, like, the lore behind Mr. Nuclear Leak because <laughs> I think that's, like, a Midwest thing. You think? So people outside the Midwest, I don't think, know who he is. There was this guy that would come on TV and he would come on women, but mainly on TV. They he wouldn't do weird, that on TV. He had a weird fetish. <laughs> he would do that for, off TV. For appearing on TV and talking about how... Well, on, he was on HBO a couple times, and that was on TV that he yeah, did that, that, but. that. Yeah, then you were able to see it. And that's funny enough, after he showed people what he teased at on public air and never really rewarded them because he couldn't show his cock on TV... And then once people saw how much lack of endowment Mr. Nuclear Leak had, they kind of turned off from his... Yeah, but before all of that happened, though. He he would go on TV and talk about... It, it started with the Cold War and Chernobyl and everything, and about how he had a weird fetishization of wanting to bathe in the nuclear waste and the waters surrounding Chernobyl and uh, Pripyat... And uh, I think that's the... Yes, yeah, in Ukraine. Yep. Yeah. And he would constantly talk about that. And I think the reason people were turned off by his f- eventual revealment of his weird stapled acorn cock is he always hyped it up that the nuclear reaction to his phallus endowed it with a sense of otherworldly beauty and just muster. And, yeah. You know, just fucking weird cock nuclear waste words that he would create it did look like like literally you're not exaggerating it looked like an acorn with a staple in it yeah and it might have actually been that it could have been over his actual cock and for some reason there was was a a sort of censorship yeah there was a (laughs) sense of uh purposeful embarrassment that he got off on of people thinking he had an acorn stapled to his cock (laughs) 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 that was really the downfall of mr nuclear Waste or what reactor? Or whatever, like what have 2000, you? 2006, 2007. I'm surprised it lasted after 9 11. Yeah. Yeah. That was the real tragedy. That's probably when society changed the most. People say the world changed after 9 11. I think it happened after he went off the air. Especially, it was like 2000, like early 2002, I think, if I remember correctly, when he was saying, like, he was blaming the 9 11 attacks on, like, nuclear waste. And people are like, that doesn't make any sense. But, like, he did, and, and, like, that was, I think, what really started his downfall, you know? But he kept going on for a couple of years afterward. <laughs> those hour-to-hour-long, hour late-night, deep, late-night, 1 a.m. radio shows he would have about people calling in and him telling them that the planes were made out of radiation and that nobody actually died in the towers and that... Everything was caused by, you know, right. the See, reactors exploding. What really confuses me, and I still don't know, maybe you know the answer to this. Okay. What, was he, like, was he sponsored by the state, or was this, like, just some individual doing, like, I don't understand, because it seems like he was everywhere. I think the state rolled with it. I don't, I think that he was just lucky, but the state's like, fuck, we'll take it. Okay, so you think, because I was kind of thinking maybe, like, the state started it, and then he kind of went out of control. But could have been. Could have been a, a, a start-off agent of the state, like an FBI, up-and-coming FBI agent, so, intern level. So the state hired him as some sort of propaganda or they, whatever. Yeah, they give him a role, and then the role takes off, and he thinks he's omnipotent and goes apeshit. 
And he goes, nothing can take me down. Yeah, and there probably was an actual exposure to a decent amount of nuclear waste that caused his transient episodes of psychosis. You think in, like, the commercials that he was in when he was bathing in nuclear waste, he was actually bathing in nuclear waste? I think so. The weird ones were the Subway commercials before he became known as Mr. Nuclear Waste. Yeah. That he was in, that people found out later. This is like this back. is like a long time ago. Yeah, like the 80s Subway ads, and you're like, whoo, that's the same guy. But he didn't have that affiliation with nuclear waste that he did. Okay, so so he got the, the he, role. He had it when Chernobyl happened. He's very old. And then he disappeared. Yeah. He did that for about two or three years, and then he was gone. Then he reappeared in the subway ads, went away, 9-11 happens, came back, lost it. Right. That's the, that's the, then, then there's the lost years, which people compared to Jesus's lost years, which were, we don't know really what From he like did. From like the 80s to like 1999 or yeah. whatever. But people say even if he raped a kid, he'd still be better than Jared Fogel for subway. I have heard that, yeah. yeah. That's one of the most and common honestly, things. Like, and I think that's why he's not talked about in the public sphere enough, is because it always leads to that point of people wanting to say that catchy tagline, and it's such a non-acceptable right. thing to yeah. address to a group of people. Because you're, you're like, okay, so uh, I want to be clear when I'm saying, like, you have to almost explain to people. It's like, it's not even, it's not my tagline. I didn't no, come yeah. up with it. I, it's the subway officially came up with it. That they would stand behind Mr. Nuclear Waste, even if he were to rape a kid. Even if he raped More a kid, he's still... they would stand behind Jared Fogel. Right, he's still better than Jared Fogel. It's like, well, I'm not condoning, and Subway's not even condoning no. raping a kid. But they do have a weird propensity to mention it a lot, whenever yeah. he comes up. Well, I think, I think after the Jared Fogel thing, they kind of are like, there's no way we can pretend like this didn't happen, mm-hmm. so let's just go in on yeah. it. Yeah, let's actually encourage it. Right. Well, encourage the saying of like the Jared Fogel sucks. Yeah, they thought they thought it would be more negative Jared Fogel than positive kid rape. Yeah, I think which is good. I think they just worded it poorly and they just didn't realize. Yeah, coincidentally enough, some intern at Subway will probably be the next Mister Nuclear Waste because of his botched tagline that he wanted to attribute to the former Mister Nuclear Waste. So, like, 2007, uh, go ahead and go a little bit, talk about the sort of downfall of Mr. Nuclear Waste, because we, we, we can talk about what our theories and sort of what, what we think he was up to during, like, the lost years of, like, the 80s and 90s, but, yeah. like, 2006 or 2007 or whatever, when he was kind of leaving the zeitgeist, you know, what what was the thing that happened that caused that? After he found out that Saddam Hussein had been killed. I think was the initiating. Right. I mean, because uh, uh, that was just as bad as the 9-11 thing, almost. His final source for potential nuclear waste would be Saddam Hussein. Right. And once they found that weird cave he was hiding in, and he witnessed his execution via televisation of it. It was it was like a weird really, five it was almost, stages of grief. It was akin to the public masturbation behind the uh, by the Coney 2012 The San Francisco, guy. yeah. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, where it he, was, yeah, the stages of grief would be a better way to describe it. Where he it. found out that Saddam Hussein died, and he's kind of like, you know, no, that didn't really happen. And he kind of went on like this pro I Saddam remember, Hussein streak for a little. I bit. remember him saying, "That's Saddam insane." <laughs> I do remember that actually. Yeah, I don't. That was a that was that's a like lone... the number one thing with his legacy, which is really weird. He did a lot of things before that, but you know, it's like it's like um, how is that the number one thing? Before? But it's like it's like Britney Spears mental break. Breakdown, yeah, right? That people it's, remember. Yeah. It's like, oh, it, toxic. Oh, yeah, that was a good song. But did you hear that she got a mental breakdown? 
And it's like, oh, but how is she doing it's, after? Nobody cares. It's Charlie Sheen's Yao winning that, but akin yeah. to Mr. Nuclear Waste. But yeah, that was the... That was the, kind of the start of the downfall, Because then he yeah. realized he wasn't going to be able to have a reliable supplier of nuclear waste. Right. So then he kind of he kind of went a little bit crazy with the... I mean, he went like super pro-communist propaganda. And, yeah, like old communist propaganda. Yeah, like Soviet Union. People were trying to convince him that it had already fallen and he wouldn't believe him. And he was like spouting like he kept repeating that fucking that Saddam insane. And yeah, was like what? And he was being like a Joseph Stalin truther. Yeah, <laughs> forty million didn't die. Like, <laughs> Jesus, it's uh, I mean it's it's messed up. A I, Joseph I Stalin truther. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's the best way to describe Mr. Nuclear Waste. I mean, at least in the... I, like, you think of, like, you know, 2004 Mr. Nuclear Waste, and it, it, he wasn't like that. No. You know? That was, those were really the the years before his death, like 2006, 2007. And nobody even saw him die. It's the weird thing. He still could be around. But yeah, just, he kind of just disappeared after his and breakdown. Somebody, somebody that extravagant doesn't just disappear. Maybe he's taking another break like he did before. Could be. You know, this he could disappeared be another for lost 20 years. Year, the second lost year. He's getting pretty old, back. though. I don't know how long he can take a That's break what I mean. for. It's been 15 years. He's up there with Sandy years. Koufax. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he was doing in the 80s and the 90s? Probably just drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cocaine. and <Just> constant <laughs> low dose of psilocybin for 10 plus years. He was probably that can't be good for you. He, he was just dropping a little bit of acid every single day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then one day he chopped his cock off and stapled an acorn to it, which, which is yeah. the big question that a lot of construction-headed people have is, how the fuck do you staple through an acorn? <laughs> and nobody has an answer to that. That's the biggest mystery behind Mr. Nuclear Waste, is the live leak quality grainy VHS tape videos of his member having the acorn stapled to his weird flesh mound. Yeah. Everybody's like, there's no fucking way a staple would go through an acorn. <laughs> there's been people trying for years to replicate that feat, and nobody's done it. it do- people it- really want to find his stapler. That's which almost thing. lends to it just actually being his penis. Which you know? would be haunting. Right. Yeah, you understand. that. That does kind of complete the story, though. If you understand how much everything he's going through and how he acts if that were to be the case if and, oh i grew up with this yeah. this is what normal is to me that you're gonna do that let's be honest that's the only I way to behave he probably started losing it a little bit after they took away his quaaludes yeah after that got illegalized yeah i i think that might have started the problem if i'm being quaaludes. honest those should be brought back you think maybe so? maybe he'll come back once we re-legalize quaaludes. I, I think, yeah, maybe he realized how much damage he was doing to his public image. And so he's like, I just need to take a step back. The thing is, Subway still supports him to this day. Yeah, well, they, they support him. They support him a lot that goddamn, less. that goddamn, that slogan. They, they, they you support know, on the him a lot less, of, but they still say he's better than on the inside, Jared Fogle. On the inside portion of every Subway sandwich wrapper will be that tagline. Mm-hmm. But they won't ever have it on the outside. They train the employees to make sure they know we would like Mr. Nuclear Waste more if he raped a child than we do currently like Jared Fogel. Yeah, see, that's the weird thing because, you know, in Minnesota, that's just you're used to that being on the inside of your Subway wrapper, right? Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. 
And I always thought everyone, you know, I, maybe not worldwide, but like a lot of, you know, English speaking countries, uh, Mr. Nuclear Waste is like just kind of a big figure that's always been around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I went to Vegas, I ate Subway. It wasn't even on there. I was like, I've never seen a Subway wrapper without this on here. Which is funny because you think out of all the places that it would be okay to be on the wrapper, Sin City would be one of the places. Right. Which makes me think it's it's a Midwest thing. Because I was asking around and people are like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like, that's really weird. You know, something that's such a big part of your life living in the Midwest. Right. And you just, it's just, no, it's just non-existent. No one knows what it is. And that's the story of Mr. Nuclear Waste, who may or may not return, given our lifetimes. That'd be weird if he came after we were dead. <laughs> yeah, that'd, be <laughs> that'd, be, that'd, that'd be an actual nuclear superhero if he could live that long. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't know what, like, it's he's such an iconic figure, you know, and it's like, it'd be kind of cool to see him come back, but it's like, the world definitely doesn't need him right now. No. <laughs> in out fact, of, I think the world would be worse off of if he every, came back. Every time in history that you'd need more random variables, I think now is the time you should stop stacking them. Especially with his track record. Yeah. Where you can't really Undefeated. tell. <laughs> you can't really tell what he's going to do next. I think now might not be the best <laughs> time for him to come back. One Max Headroom situation. The president of the State of the Union address and it's him. <laughs> That's actually who's behind Joe Biden when people think Joe Biden's wearing a mask. It really wouldn't surprise me if he was QAnon. Oh, no, definitely. It's got to be him out of everybody that has ever acted like him. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It just seems this like something Q- he would do. I don't think he's smart this enough. This is a QAnon truther podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get like every 55-year-old white mom from the South. This is a Joe Biden truther podcast. <laughs> this is a Joseph Stalin truther podcast. <laughs> I just, I hope there's people like that out there. <laughs> he didn't even, he wasn't even real. So <laughs> you called a truther about Joseph Stalin. You don't think he, there's pictures of him existing. <laughs> what, what do you job? mean you don't think he was real? He's probably mausoleumized somewhere. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to lie. I think Joseph Stalin is just an AI-generated image. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Mussolini stan. (laughs) I think that one's more controversial because there's definitely people like that that exist. I think Mussolini's granddaughter is running for... President of the United States? No, Mussolini's granddaughter is just the opposite of... She's a Canadian communist, I think. That's what happens, though. Whatever you're, you'll be the exact opposite of what your grandparents are. That's a universal truther. I'm a universal truther and donor. You truther. You broader. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so fun to say. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> what is this code that he speaks in? Oh, <laughs> I have a brand aneurysm. <laughs> oh yeah, really. You think so? Good thing those oat bars are gone. What the fuck is oat milk? <laughs> it's, it's like milk people, made out of people oats. just squeeze a bunch of oats and there's like a little water that comes out. Yeah, milk. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's so stupid. How do you milk why an can't, almond? Why can't be? It's worse than oat. <laughs> why can't people just drink milk? Lactose. My coworker was talking to me about that. He's like, you know, like most people can't drink milk. And I like looked at my arm. It's like, yeah. And you're like, oh, did you know that dinosaurs have feathers? Yeah. 
episode. <laughs> the Romans were paid in salt. <laughs> Most people are lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I'm that's la- an interesting fact that I'm glad I know now. I'm lactose tolerant. I'm good with milk. I'm good. I can have. I can handle milk. I'm intolerant to you. Yeah, you're. He's I'm, like, whoa, you can't say that. I'm black. <laughs> I'm your one black coworker. You, I'm the only person you can't say I'm intolerant of you, people. <laughs> Jesus, keep doubling down. <laughs> Jesus, oh. you're the one that said it. True at work <laughs> when you're talking to him. We've done two jobs two days in a row where there hasn't been a driveway. What is that? How? It's just not poured There's yet. No driveway. No. It's just rocks. So what do you and do? And mud. You, you fucking pull your, pull your fucking pants up and walk. I've, I've had to wash my fucking boots two days in a row. And I will always do that on the clock. Wait, 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 wait. So hang on. When you were driving there, your pants were down? Yep. <laughs> like that? over my like boots. Not like down. Like I mean, like oh, I thought you were barking. No, and not. I wish that'd be awesome. And then you see that's that there's that's you a, see a, there's no drive, and you're like, well, guess I, I gotta pull my, my pants, pants up. up. No, I wish. But like the leg of your pants. That's what I meant. But oh I, I wish I meant the former. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe you should start. You can start doing it. You can take that if you want. <laughs> yeah, I'll steal that. My friend told me to do this. <laughs> Get the, get, get, get the guy in the uh, seat next to you be like, also pull his pants down so yeah. you can't get in trouble. Yeah, that way it's okay. As long <laughs> as the camera sees that two out of three people in the truck are doing it, we're good. It's <laughs> the majority rule. Yeah, this is how it should be. <laughs> God. People are weird. No. Except. Except. What was Mr. Food? He's dead, I think. Either that or retired. But probably, probably dead. dead. Out of all the food he makes. <laughs> makes and made made Made. he doesn't make them anymore i bet he i know they tried to replace him and then they realized the main demographic that watched mr food was dead so they just (laughs) stopped (laughs) mr food died with his viewers (laughs) like mr food was making food and then all his viewers died and the person behind the camera just came up and stabbed (laughs) him in the heart It was one of those Japanese political assassinations. Somebody runs on stage with a fucking samurai sword and just impales Mr. Food. Cuts his stomach open and his guts fall out. He gets ritualistically killed. Right onto the brioche bun that uh, he was buttering. (laughs) So stupid. Gut sandwich is what he said after he did it. And then he folded it over and took a bite of it and he got in trouble i have to make sure he's okay he got in trouble for the gut thing and not for eating the sandwich and not for killing mr food like the killing of mr food made sense i thought you were gonna say he got in trouble for um being killed on air like <laughs> mr food got mr. arrested food was punished after he died <laughs> He got arrested. They're like, there's too much gore involved. You can't do that. He died before I. Th- it went off air. 100%. Art Ginsburg, commonly known as Mr. Food. Changed his name. He is Jewish. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Everyone, he's, everyone is Jewish. He's, he's 81. That's not that bad. Death. Pancreatic cancer. You can cure pancreatic cancer with, um... No, never mind. I'm thinking of prostate cancer. Pancreatic just, uh... Maybe quit eating food. Paint, uh, prostate cancer, you just poop it out. He underwent. Get it? Underwent. 
I you said underwent. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Do you really need to write fucking 52 cookbooks? I mean, just write a cookbook. In 90-second televised cooking lessons... Oh, it was TikTok, but for the silent generation. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense. Oh. Okay, we talked about Mr. Nuclear Ways. We talked about Mr. Food. Is there any other really big misters from our childhood? Uh, Mr. Pizza, but that's just a place. Yes. They've yet to name a mascot. <laughs> that is I don't all, know if Mr. Pizza That's also a very local thing, but it's a very good it's pizza place. easily the best pizza place. What else? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Pizza's hardly a person. <laughs> right? There's, it's, it's been open since the 80s, and they have yet to name a mascot. I... Not liking that. Oh, Mr. Tallini. Yeah? Yeah. Who's that? He was... You know Mr. Tallini. <laughs> refresh my memory. Kitchen, refresh my memory. He was my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tallini. Everyone knows Mr. Tallini. Yeah? What about Mr. Rogers? What about Mr. Rogers? I guess that also... That, we were, we were talking... More... That is a Mr. that... <laughs> Being part of our childhood, yeah. We were talking about Mr. Tallini and giving him his dues. Yeah, who the fuck is Mr. Tallini? My neighbor, the guy who makes the pasta. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you said. The man who made the spaghetti. <laughs> whatever the fuck you said. Yeah, Mr. Tallini always made the rotini. That would be the worst. Remember going to your trick or treating, and there's that one guy that hands out balls of spaghetti instead of candy. That was Mr. Tallini. Fucking Mr. Tallini. I never knew his name. <laughs> you knew him. What the fuck? Everyone knew him. Every, yeah, it's hard to forget <laughs> that guy. He was when always he doing weird things. Loose spaghetti into your fucking pumpkin, your plastic pumpkin of candy. He would also go to the park every morning with, I don't know if you know this, he went, he went to the park every morning with a roll of quarters and he would just throw the quarters into the hoop. I've seen him, I've seen him throw the fucking rolled quarters at birds. Yeah, he did that. Yeah, that sometimes. was way worse. He would never, he would never bring bread. He would just throw quarter rolls <laughs> at birds. There's no reason to not get a lesser denomination of coin if you're just gonna whip the rolls at first. Swear birds. to God, this guy had an unlimited source of <laughs> rolls of Tallini, What the fuck? I wonder what he's up to. He's probably dead. He, he was pretty old. But that's also our perception of we were really young and everyone was old. It would have been f way more fun to go to Rochester and throw them at geese because they're bigger. You could have at least you could have hit the same goose with a couple solid rolls of quarters. I don't think it'd be I hard to hit a bird. Chickadee feeder. I never. Boom. I don't think I ever saw him not in town here okay like, yeah Ro did like, he ever leave obviously i would never like see him in rochester did you, you know, ever have it where one year you'd trick-or-treat and he, he the next year he'd be at a different house almost like he was staying over yeah. at somebody's house <laughs> yeah, yeah that what the fuck mr Tallini? this isn't where you live because i would i would avoid his house because yeah, i don't you didn't want the, the fucking <laughs> spaghetti <laughs> i don't want to get the spaghetti and i would go like three houses down and he would answer the door was, yeah every year you'd switch as but the weirdest thing I didn't is, know if that was like, me, if I was misremembering the block, yeah. and he would answer that door, too. Oh, there's some weird shit, mister. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I think there was some stuff in that spaghetti <laughs> that made me have a fucking weird repressed memory. I of. wonder, I mean, it has to be that, like, 
every adult in town was like just handing really out really liked Mr. Tallini, right? So they, they would just kind of oh, let him do whatever. Do what the popular person does. They're oh, like, I was thinking they could just copied him and had a Mr. Tallini mask. That could be it too. We Maybe were, he didn't even exist. Maybe it was just people The thing is, I bet I bet you if I asked my mom, she wouldn't she'd be like, Nope, nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. You wanna call your mom right now and ask her? <laughs> Sure, yeah. She'll probably deny it till the cows come home. That's how into it she is. <laughs> so, like, so. Uh oh. What happened? What do you mean? <laughs> you and Kate only call me when you run into somebody or run out of gas or. No, oh, I just... you want cable money. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want cable money. <laughs> is that what you wanted or <laughs> did you call for something else? Um. Well, I got you on the line. I'll just ask you. I got a quick question. Do you remember Mr. Tallini? No. Is <laughs> that a teacher? No. <laughs> he lived, like, really close to us. Mr. Tweeny? Tallini. Tallini? Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. No, I don't. <laughs> He's always doing weird things in town. What? Alright, never mind. I knew you would deny it. What? <laughs> I just knew. What are you talking about? Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Mr. Tallini. Um, and what did Mr. Tallini do? He was just doing weird things like throwing coins and stuff. What the hell? Are you on drugs? <laughs> no. Are you smoking? I said never mind. Don't worry about it. What do you mean I would deny it? <laughs> I don't have a clue what you... What the hell? Alright, I'll come by tomorrow to pick up the money. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> oh, Calvin. What about Mr. Tweeny anyway? I was wondering if you remembered him. I think you dreamt him up or something. Maybe. You mean in this house that we live in now? Yeah. Yeah, there's never been no Mr. Tulaney. Okay. <laughs> Are you trying to talk to somebody about him or what? No, I was just thinking. I was just wondering if you remembered. <laughs> there's nothing to remember because this thing never happened. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know why we're still talking about it. What? You remember talking about it? No, I don't know why we're still talking about it. Oh. Okay. The conversation's making me think what the hell is happening here. Conversation's over. Don't worry oh. about it. Okay. Alright. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I told you she would deny it. Why are you saying I would deny it? <laughs> I like how she she fucking admitted it kinda cause she said, Are you trying to talk to somebody about him? You mean Mr. Tallini, Mom? Yeah, I think she you remember I think she slipped up a little bit. Yeah, we caught her. So she knows. <laughs> she, why don't adults... I told you she would deny is it. Is it the Santa thing? Is her parents want to dress up like Mr. Tallini? <laughs> maybe. I have no idea. Maybe. Maybe he's he still... doing weird shit with coins. <laughs> maybe he's like... Because they still live over there. Yeah. So maybe he's still over there. And I don't know. Maybe she had like the kids near and she didn't want to like ruin something. Like have them over oh, here or something. Or... Could be. I have no idea. Yeah. You don't want to show your hand. But I swear to God. That was hard to do because I had to stifle my laugh and then breathe. Is a hard <laughs> would you rather 
laugh or breathe. Don't kind know of what scenario. there is to laugh about. It's pretty. Mr. Tolini. Mr. Tolini is pretty, pretty funny. funny. <laughs> Just an old Italian man. But what were you saying? Mr. Rogers is what you wanted to talk about? Yeah, when he would train rape kids to be their neighbor. I really hated how much rape was around. I hate how much it's come up in this. I mean, it hasn't, it's made, it's reared its comforting head. It's comforting head. <laughs> We've gone about 15 episodes without taking it. This has been a real, real... Because uh, we, we took a hard no rape stance. Well, it's because Mr. Nuclear Waste was kind of all rape, and it's hard to mention him without. Well, no, it, that was just the the yeah, subway But that's what I mean. That that slo- that slogan was such a big part of who he is. Yeah, and the, I guess. the current but memory like, of at, him. To my knowledge, he never did anything. But probably did something. I, I mean, Let's I, I wouldn't doubt it. The, but yeah. like, nothing was ever made. It's public. hinted at. Yeah, yeah. The Mr. Rogers. Well, rape's thing, one of those though, things is... you don't want to go public with. <laughs> <laughs> he, That's one of those... he was the one that went public about it. <laughs> That's one of those things you want to keep quiet about. <laughs> you don't really want to rape somebody and then do a status update. <laughs> it's easier than it looks. You imagine if you too. Mr. Nuclear Waste was on Twitter. Oh, God. I would be messed up. He probably is right now. Just, POTUS. Just under, like, whatever his actual name... I don't even know what his actual name is. I hate that the... Yeah, me neither. Mr. Food, maybe. Art Ginsburg. Mr. Nuclear <laughs> Mr. Waste Food. is Mr. Food. That would explain They don't why, even look the that same. That would explain why he hasn't been around since 20, 2007. But then, when did Mr. Food die of pancreatic cancer? 2012? They're not the... They There's don't five look years. the same. I'm just saying they got the Mr. in their name. What other Misters exist? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Do you think there's a Mr. Twister? It's Twister for dudes. Mr. Twister. Yeah, it's Twister for guys. And uh, they're all spaced what, what out. What makes it for guys? They're, all the things are spaced out so you don't touch because that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> this game came out in 2004. Yeah. It's Twister for guys. Mr. Twister that was a big one. It's Twister for guys where all the colors are like the rows. Like you start the game and you're like, I'll play red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you just walk in and a then, line. And then there's five feet of distance to the green dots. Yeah, it's, that's four things. Yeah. And it's it was about 12 dots. And, and they made sure three... the dots are far enough apart. Like the five that you're responsible for twisting up on yeah. are far enough apart where you can get twisted, but close enough where you're not going to tear your groin. Correct. Ah. Or fall on your keys. That's an office reference for the people that know it's an office reference. <laughs> <laughs> if people know it's an office reference, you don't have to say it, I right? Like to, yeah, but I would. I didn't, wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to be listening to a podcast and hear an office reference, and they don't I know that it's an office reference. I wouldn't reference. want it to be attributed to me by getting it accidentally and not knowing. I don't, wouldn't want somebody to think I accidentally stumbled upon something that that oh. office did it. You don't like okay. that. You I don't, don't want, want to say of those office did it. They're like, oh, you're just copying from the office, and you're you just want to. Take Andy credit. fell on his keys and he tore his scrotum. You idiots. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I've seen the show <laughs> too many times. Mr. Show. Oh, motherfucker. Mr. Show, you're you're correct. Mr. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. 
Mr. Hands. Where's Mrs. Hands? There is a Mrs. Hands, which I've never seen. I think that's just off the internet. Well, I... Oh, have you seen Mr. Hands? Yeah. Oh, why? Yeah, because it's I awesome. haven't. It's a good video. No, it's I really not that you. good of a video. Like, even production-wise, it's not that good of a video. I don't care about the content. It's pretty shitty. Turns out people that fuck animals, or get fucked by animals, aren't the most, you know, caretaking filmographers. Um, I watched Mr. Hands. I didn't even get aroused. I I didn't even come to it. (laughs) Okay, that's a lie. This guy doesn't like horses. That's how you know if you're a horse person or not. You watch Mr. Hands and calm upon just watching it. No stimulus. You don't even touch yourself. No. (laughs) Too deep. (laughs) Other misters. This is a mister episode. This is a mister episode. Um, Mr. Show. Remember Mr. Episode? (laughs) He's not real. (laughs) Don't worry, listeners. He's not real. Mr. Episode. (laughs) Mr. Episode can't hurt you. He'd go through a psychotic episode every time you talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) And every time you talk to him, it can be condensed down to each sentence. So each sentence is a new psychotic break. Mr. Jacobson, that's my dad. Oh, good one. Good one. You can call me Colton. (laughs) This is Noah speaking. (laughs) We might as well. We're the same person. That'd be the ultimate reveal, is realizing that there's not two hosts, but one. And it's you laying over different voice things that you do. You do a, a give and take. (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, oh, they're talking over each other. They can't be the same person, but it's purposefully you're it's, doing it's that. It's layered. So I do one I or we or, you know, you. Or yeah. <laughs> we're all the same thing. They. I do one take and then I, I go to the other other microphone. I don't move the... I don't have to do a camera. <laughs> actually, I, was, I actually I don't move the camera. So that's that's the thing is I don't move the camera, and we do film this, <laughs> and I do edit it as a video, and then export it as an audio. That's so stupid. <laughs> so the, the video, so dumb. The video actually is done really well, where you can see me twice but you know obviously if i released it as a video that would give away the the whole thing yeah, the so. facade and then i just i listen back to the the track and then i just react to it essentially a kids react a kids re a kids prolapse what <laughs> like a, that's bad because it's kids whatever happened to those that's what you never fucking hear because the fine brother, yeah, whatever happened to predictabilities? The no, yeah, a full house episode. The milkman, the kids prolapse. <laughs> Jesus, the kids and evening cheese. The the one chick that was hot is, I think, a druggy whore. And then I don't know the names of any of the other ones. I think they're all dead. Michael. I bet they're still in possession of the 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 fine brothers. Still keep them around. You know, Jacob. You think? Jacob? Jacob. You think it's Jacob? Kevin. Kevin. K-A-A-A-V. <laughs> Kevin. Kids react. Kids relapse. Joseph. Kids relapse when kids get addicted to drugs again. Kids react. Elizabeth. Maybe. That's pretty fancy of a... Oh, it's got five out of ten on... Uh... Oh, this person is still alive. Mary... Anne. Marianne. Marianne. Marianne what? Oh, she's gotten fat. Lame. They still... Kids React really would be a better... Thomas. Mother... 
I might did I have I named any of them correctly? I'm just saying names. Logan. Mitchell. Let's see. I'll I'll look if there's a Logan. Corbin. I'm in the L's, just wait. Lacey. No Lacey. Corbin. Megan. Megan. <laughs> yes, I got one. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> that that was one of the twins. Was it? Maybe you are right. Megan. Uh Oh, of course, Viral Videos 5. Hair color. Ginger! <laughs> Megan's kind of hot now. Depending on which one of these she's is more recent. She's younger than us. What the fuck? That's weird to figure out. A lot of people are younger than us at this point. Yeah. That's something <laughs> I don't like thinking about. Not to be confused with Megan. Megan. Megan Batoon or Megan Rapinoe. Ah. Who the fuck? Oh, Megan Staff. Oh, Megan Staff? <laughs> what is she? Named after the infection? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the infection's named after her, right? <laughs> Name her Megan Staff after the infection. That's definitely... <laughs> oh, up here's an FBE Staff React. There's two. Who are these? Oh, you're a YouTuber. Pure. Why are we on the Fine Brothers React wiki? Megan. Mm, not sure. Mm, that's Ellen DeGeneres, actually. <laughs> you think? I know. Is she dead? No. Who's Ellen married to? Portia. I don't know why Portia? I know that. Yeah. Holy shit, that's... Yeah, not how I would have pronounced that, but that's how you say it. <laughs> God, she's 65. Why would she die? When she's Do you think they hit each other? Yes. Her wife is 15 years younger than her. That's probably pretty smart. Let's be real. Could I just go one day without listening to an Australian? What? That, that Porsche lady's from Australia. Did you listen to her? Yeah, enough. Seeing her face makes me just livid. What is your deal with Australians? Can't deal them. Crikey. Can't deal them. <laughs> yeah, can't deal them. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. If, there was, if humans were playing cards, you couldn't deal an Australian. They would, they'd be too angry and drunk. They're like the Joker of the deck. They're like the Joker of humans. All of them. They're nuts. <laughs> Australians are fucking crazy. <laughs> they're just British people, but angry. Yeah, they're evil. They're lo- isolated British people. Of course. <laughs> it makes sense what they turn into. And I know this is going to get us some fans, but they sound the same. And uh, New Zealanders. The okay, people that no, can tell a difference far. between New Zealand accents and Australian accents. Crazy. Find me one person who can tell the difference between someone who uh, comes from New Zealand with that accent and someone who comes from Brazil with that accent. You know, Brazil? You don't, yeah. You think... I think they could tell based on how they look. No, we're... D- we're you seen is a Brazilian? This is a, this is a blind taste test. Okay, probably the one that's in speaking in Portuguese. No, they're both speaking it's, in English. It's a blind taste test. Yeah, that, maybe that's not the right wording for <laughs> don't, that. I don't think so. It's a blind... This is a voice only. This is an audio... This is an ASMR, which race... Is what is who? This is a podcast with an Australian person That's and a Brazilian. The thing. There's a, some bullshit YouTube. Can thing you tell the difference? Where it'll be like five black people and one white guy, and they'll all be blindfolded, and they'll have to guess which one of them's white. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but it's two people. One's Brazilian, and one's Australian. Well, New Zealandish. Well, and then the goal is they're not blindfolded. You're blindfolded. Yep. And they yell at you. And they yell at you, and you have to determine which one's which. You give them sayings of each other's... Yeah. Do you think you can do it? Yeah. 
<laughs> you think so? Definitely. Probably the one that, oh, I was going to say the one that hits me with a soccer ball is Brazilian, but I I think that's a pretty big deal in Australia. No, Lesser voice, of voice only, deal. that none of them are hitting you with a soccer none ball. None of them are hitting me with a soccer ball. And Probably. both of them are saying, I support this team, like a Brazilian team. Okay. And then they're also both saying, I'm going to go wabajack a kangaroo <laughs> with my boomerang or wabajack <laughs> whatever Australians say. <laughs> They say, like, whatever, I support, you know, I'm a big fan of Ronaldo. And then the other one's like, I'm going to go shoot an Aboriginal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they both say both. Okay, yeah. I bet I could tell the difference. I think I'm... Because you know the one who says, I'm going to go shoot an Aboriginal, and sounds like he means it, is the Australian. Yeah. The one <laughs> The one that, where he's told to say it and then actually just does it instead, <laughs> is probably the Australian. <laughs> Oh, God. South Africans are supposed to be meaner, though. I've never met a nice South African. That's another one. That's another variant of the British accent that I think would be hard to detect. But I think I could do it. You think you can determine... The problem is, is there's way different types of British accents depending on where you are at in Britain. And that's too much. Okay, so there's four people in a room. A Brazilian, an Australian, and a South African, and someone directly from the Scotland Yard. Okay. You can tell the difference between all four. Man, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. Boy! <laughs> You're about easy. The fact that there's a Brazilian here. <laughs> <laughs> How did he end up? <laughs> you get that wrong, you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this guy here? I don't know. He's funny. And then there's also someone from Oklahoma who's... It's staring down the Brazilian. It's, <laughs> he's, he's native from Oklahoma, born and raised... He's never been outside Oklahoma a day in his life, except for this shoot, and he's doing a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> you think you can still tell the difference between all of them? Yeah. I mean, then again, people from Scotland are just stupid. If you get somebody from Glasgow, they're about as smart as the average person from Oklahoma. So it's 50-50. Intelligence has nothing to do with it. No. Everything they say is predetermined no, by people me. people from... <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Predetermined by me, the game maker. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the game master. You are my pawn. Yeah. You fucking whatever his name is from Saw. Except it's a TV. His name is Saw. Yeah? Jigsaw. Yeah. There we go. That's you, J but instead of killing people... Mr. Saw. First yeah. name Jig. <laughs> instead of killing people, you have to have people guess... You'd like taxi cab in a stranger to enter a room. Yeah, and they they have to guess I need accents to, correctly. It's not even necessarily restricted to accents. I just need you to tell the difference without being able to see them. Okay. So you know, sometimes it's accents. <laughs> Go on. Uh, that was the end of the sentence. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Go on. <laughs> sometimes it's accents. Yeah. Sometimes what else? It's oh, just you always know. accent. No, no, no. I didn't know you wanted me to give you more examples <laughs> of what... I was just saying sometimes it's accents. You know? Yeah. Um, sometimes it's not. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, what is right. it when it's not? Uh, sometimes it's like... This one was... How a, they sound? Well, this one was... <laughs> This one was a lot Sometimes less... Sometimes it's on their voice. <laughs> this one was a lot less popular. I, I did get called out for this one, but um, how they smell. 
I brought in like an Indian, a Mexican, and a, a Russian, and you're supposed to determine which one was which. But you could do it. One smells like spice. One smells like vodka. One smells like nice. One and one, yeah. One is a perfectly washed Mexican man. <laughs> you have to determine between the three. That's one of those master chef challenges where they make a bundle of shit in a pot, and then you have to <laughs> name the spices that are in there. Uh, one of them was just how they, uh, like you said, how they sound. This one's cumin! But it wasn't accents, it was, I had them breathe at different intensities, and we had to try to determine. That one was a Canadian, and someone from Egypt, someone from Japan, and then we also did someone from Panama. It was like Panama. Just, yeah, that was playing in the background. I got, I got uh, that one kind of DMCA'd. <laughs> <laughs> I owe a that, lot of money. The movie got DMCA'd. <laughs> I got a cease and desist for that. But uh, yeah, so they just breathed at varying intensities <laughs> to see if you could determine. You know, that's stupid. I, I. What did, do you do when somebody? Okay, you go. But my my follow up question after you get that is, what what's the reward? What's the? It's a game show. Yeah. So money. There we go. That's all I want, want to know. <laughs> I just didn't know if it was for your as own with personal most, amusement. As with most game shows, we start off, you know, with a high number. Mm-hmm. So $100,000 an episode. Um, and then when it's not that popular of a show, we have since moved it down to $10,000 an episode. Okay. And that does come directly out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. I don't have any support from anything. Currently, I'm in a lot of debt. Correct. I don't get like, um, I don't, no uh, there's no advertisements, there's no... It's all MP4s on your computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I upload them to Vimeo. Which is funny, because this is probably something you could get people to do for free. Right, yeah. You wouldn't even but... need to give a cash incentive for. But I kind of feel like I've dug my own grave on it, yeah. like we started with the well cash. might as well stay committed to it. Right. Maybe I could try one without... Like I'll do, I'll do an episode where I'll get a man and a woman and a uh, and a Greek person <laughs> and a Greek. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll have them softly blow into the contestant's ear, and you can try to determine which one's which. Yeah, definitely the one that feels like it's a pedophile blowing into your ears. A Greek. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it sounds like a terrible joke. A man or woman agree in a Greek <laughs> into the bar. Greek. <laughs> so fucking funny. Third gender. <laughs> but yeah, I mean there's a there's an endless number of variations beyond accent. Accent we have done multiple times because it's kind of fun. You yeah. know. The other ones are sometimes they just don't work out as well. Some of them are good, some of them not so much. We, do you have the <laughs> Have you ever had one where they read the transcript at the beginning of the the th- wild thornberries, and then you're able to guess the accents based off of that? Because um, I think an Australian would be more keen on that script than anything else. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I haven't, but I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to. The problem with that intro is there's that 40 seconds of just music in the middle. Famously, my show is not very, like, we don't we don't edit out any of the... You know, like the silence or, you know, just random sitting there and stuff. It, it makes it feel more authentic. Yeah. So. Just like the pod, huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> uh, well, that's, anyway, that's, well, you know, one of my hobbies. It's what I do in my spare time. 
Oh, what a... The people are getting into that, I've heard. Starting their own game shows? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a thing. Like, I looked up... Uh, you know, I was just kind of sitting here, and I was like, okay... I have a job, and it takes me 45 minutes to edit a full hour and a half episode, you know? And uh, that's all I do for the week. So, like, I got to figure something else out. So I looked up a list, and it was like, I looked up top hobbies in America, right? Yeah, and the first one was spinning tops. Right. Conveniently. Number enough. one, spinning tops. And I was like, okay, I'll give that a try. And then I didn't know where to buy tops. Yeah, hard to find. So, all I know is my pops tops. <laughs> God damn it! I mean, <laughs> number two. <laughs> yeah, just skate past that. <laughs> number two was people understand <laughs> that one. If you don't understand it, you got some listening. You got to, some backlog. You to got do. some listening to do. <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn sets you free. Uh, so num- number two was collecting rocks. Yeah. It, that doesn't really seem like my cup of tea. To throw at Mr. Tabernacle, whatever his fucking name was. What are you talking <laughs> the about? The old man that would throw quarters at birds. Mr. Tallini? Tallini. Yeah, that guy. I guess you just learned his name today. Well, I re- I've repressed his memory. Number three was actually, ironically, making a bag of tea. <laughs> it's a hobby yeah making a bag of tea yeah like so concocting your own yeah like like buying leaves and or growing leaves and, and stuff like twine. that and, and uh sewing the bag shut oh, and all that stuff yeah that's like, like a, making a bag of tea correct and then i guess if you want like I, you can coll- collect them but i think the purpose is to use them you know and yeah. make tea yeah I, I was like that kind of sounds fun but i don't like tea so maybe and the number that's a big that's a big uh fucking blockade of <laughs> yeah. getting into making tea. As anytime I've ever had tea, I've like first thought dumping in the harbor. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty revolution that's a revolutionary idea Thank of you, you. Colton. Number four, um make a game show. And that's what you did. Yeah, fourth. And that's fourth where you're stuck. They'll tell you number four can create massive amounts of debt. Yeah, it did. Well, it did say that on. Well, yeah, it said that on there, but it said you gotta also. Gotta have Robert Kiyosaki on your game show to teach you about good debt. It said that <laughs> it's not a requirement to have a cash prize. Okay. But I thought that a cash prize would be like a better incentive to get people on, you know? Yeah. Then, like, as opposed to giving them personally made bags of tea. Yeah. Which I just have a lot of. Because <laughs> I'm not going to do anything with them. We don't have a harbor nearby. Lake Superior. Lake Superior Harbor. I do regret Lake Superior. starting at a million dollars as the prize. <sighs> yeah. I think 10000 is even too much. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Paying anybody little... really is too much. I didn't start at a million. I started at 100000 Not my bad. I don't have a million dollars to One give away. One million dollars. I was thinking maybe I'll go down to a thousand, but like, honestly... People would probably go on the show if I was, like, $50 cash prize. You know? Yeah, any cash prize, really. A pack of Newports. Yeah, well, <laughs> that might get some undesirable. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you think so? Yeah, like the redneck crowd. Do these rednecks... Weren't they gonna ban Newports? Joe Biden's like, they're too minty, I can't stop smoking them. Did you say Jesus Christ was an undesirable? I thought... Yeah. What? He was ev- evicted, wasn't he? What are you talking 
Because <laughs> they kicked Jesus out, and he had to do that law. We were just talking about Mr. Nuclear's lost years. Yeah. The OGJC. He had lost years. That's when they kicked him out. They kicked him out of... When Mary's like, I'm a virgin. I don't have a son. <laughs> punted him. She disowned Jesus. And he went to India and then came back and then uh, died. Right. Yeah. Well, was killed. But still died. Well, I guess he wasn't killed, he also right? Died. And then they he just came... nailed him to a cross and, and left him there. And then he started living and left. <laughs> he came back and left. So he wasn't really kicked out. I guess we're we're also we're kind of waiting for Jesus to come back. We're kind of waiting for Mr. Nuclear Waste to come back. We're kind of waiting to get Joe Biden to figure out the Newport ban or not. Yeah. So I, yeah, but yeah, I'm not going to do Newports as my prize. What's Any, the point? what else could you do? How do you incentivize? You could do a, a, no, that would just bring in moms. I was going to say a Planet Fitness membership, but there's a reason it's $10 because it's- I'm okay with getting like- Bagels. Like one or two moms a season. Everything as bagels. As the contestant, you know? Yeah? Yeah. You try to- That's <laughs> a, a great demographic mark you're aiming to hit. It's one to two moms a season. Yeah. Yeah. I try to get one or two moms a season. I try to get um, a couple, like, honestly, I don't need more than one dad per season. Yeah, let's be real. Oh, we've got Kevin James as the host. Although I will say, like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Kevin James is not the host. Just because he's on the show doesn't make him the host. I specifically, <laughs> I went through and I was like, I was, I was talking to Just Kevin. Just because he's on the show doesn't make him the host. I was talking to Kevin and I said, I want to be very clear with you. I'm the host of the show. And he said, yeah, no, I totally get it. But he said it like Kevin James would. Like, yeah. I'm not going to try to impersonate Kevin James, you know? You could, though. I could, but I'm not going to. Okay, that's respectful. Thank you, Kevin, James. And he said, uh, he goes, I'm not going to try to step on your toes at all. But I am going to try to step on your arms. I, I, he's like the he's like the guy that's off to the side that kind of makes silly little quips while I'm like the late night show host, you know? Yeah. The, oh, every late night show host has has their own personal like assistant on the show. The Andy Richter to your Conan O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's my Andy Richter. Uh, at least that was kind of the purpose. But because he's more popular than me, he's more famous than me inherently. I guess people just assume he's the host, which actually kind of irks me. Does it? Yeah. Because, like, I don't want to kick him off the show. I think he makes the show better, but I'm the host. I don't think you're the host. I think Kevin's running it. See, that's the problem. I do everything. I, I think this is an ego thing, though. I think you need to let the mall cop take control. He, he, he's okay Give with Give Kevin the reins. He's okay with me hosting. No, he's, I think he's, he wants you to think that. Like, he specifically said he likes that... You know, I have to do the logistic parts if of the anybody, episode. If anybody is like a Sith, it's Kevin James. <laughs> Once he hears, just smells any weakness in you, he will take over and host the show. So it makes way more sense for you to do it voluntarily I, than to be no, besieged by Kevin James. I asked him, and he says he doesn't want to do the logistic parts of the episode of, like, you know, explaining the rules to the contestant and if it's the first time watching the show and, like, all of that stuff and explaining what the challenge is for the episode and stuff. He likes to just sit there and do, like, one-line little funny jokes, which is not the host. That's not the duty of the host. Yeah. He doesn't want to be the host. Okay, fair enough. I've heard otherwise, but... It's just, like... He told me once that he might want to try being the host. He told you this. He told me this, yeah. Was it on air or off air? It was it was kind of like uh, I was trying to say something, but then he kept interrupting me to say something funny. And then he goes, 
okay, so we, I mean, we were recording, and he said, like, hey, okay, like, you, you know, let me do my thing, and then you're supposed to come in <laughs> after me <laughs> and explain everything, you know, because I don't want to do that part. And he said, let me... He he talked to the contestant. He goes, "I'm gonna I'm gonna pull my associate off to the side, and I'm just gonna have a little chat with him." Yeah. And then he pulled me off to the side. So we was we weren't on camera when he was saying like, "I would like to try hosting sometime," mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then he we came back, and you know he was ma- he was kind of like making funny jokes and you know stuff. And he he's sort of like I talked to him, and he's gonna tone it down a little bit. And we can have more fun, you know, like it's supposed to be on the show, and so. I just don't know why he's in character all the time. That's just him. You think? Yeah. It's Paul Blart. That'd be that's a hard character to play all the time. I mean, he doesn't. You'd think that's exactly he what he fakes the diabetes thing. That's exactly what he acts like. He doesn't fake, but the like diabetes, he but... obviously he he responds to both Kevin James and Paul Blart. That's even weirder, though. I'd almost have a, it's one or the other. I think I'm more comfortable with one or the other, but Kevin does not care what I am comfortable with. Correct. Kevin cares what he is comfortable with. Um, yeah, he's made that very clear. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because I have said, I've come up to him on the side uh, after episodes, and I'm like, hey, it'd make me a little more comfortable if maybe you stepped back a little bit and let me kind of, you know, host the show like I'm supposed to. And he goes, I really don't care what you're comfortable with. <laughs> I care what I'm comfortable with. Sounds like with. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit of a struggle, but like, it's a hobby, you know? One of the easier ones to get into. I've heard right. the only thing, one of the only things easier than starting your own game show is making your own tea bags. Yeah. Uh, Kevin also uh, not willing to pitch in any money. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Kevin, you have a lot more money than I do. <laughs> <laughs> not willing to pitch in any money. No, and I have to pay him. Which is funny because you think that show would just get sponsors and then that's who would give you the money for the fucking No, prize. there's no sponsors. That's the thing it's holding you back. Kevin's saying things that he shouldn't be saying on a show a lot of the time. We, just, <laughs> we can't get sponsors. Kevin's dropping some hard R's and we can't be having that. <laughs> Reese has made a hard stance. A hard R, a no hard R stance that they will not be sponsoring. And I, like I've told him, what's I said, the show name for our viewers? Now give me a second. I was going to say, I, I've told him you can't be like saying this stuff on the show because we're not going to get sponsors. And just ethically, it's wrong. <laughs> you know, morally, you shouldn't it's be hard saying enough this. to hang out. You're as a celebrity. You're pushing me away by acting like this, right? Just like Kevin, you need to you need to kind of focus on yourself. I think. And he said, maybe don't tell me what I can say on my show. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's Mr. Blart, Colton. He switches. He does that personality swap thing that he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whenever you try to confront Kevin James and have a serious conversation with him, he turns back into Paul Blart. And he segues away. Yeah, so the show the show is called Kevin Blart's Accent Deducer with Colton Jacobson. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Blart's Accent Deducer with Colton Jacobson. Yeah, the Col- you're the host. The with Colton Jacobson is it's like... All caps. It's very small. It's the side. Always Sunny does the... And Frank Reynolds as Danny DeVito at the end of the yeah. thing. Yeah. That sounds like it's Kevin's show. I think you like, messed uh, up. No, no, because like my name is in the title. Yeah, but Kevin's... I think there's a reason he doesn't contribute money. I will say, like, I, I have been watching back through a couple of episodes, and I don't like that. Like, my name is so small. Like, when they show the sign at the beginning of the episode, you yeah. know, to, like, introduce everything. Yeah. You can't, like, you can't even really see that. that it's, it's, like, blocked by a logo on the <laughs> screen, you know? So I don't really like that. It's 
It's one of those fast banners at the end of prescription medicine commercials. <laughs> yeah. Also starring Colton Jacobson. Right. So uh, we might have to do some changes ab- about that. Yeah. But other than that, I'm totally cool with everything. And, and Kevin is a pretty good guy to work with, all things considered. You know, they could be a lot worse than Kevin James. And, uh, you know, the uh, the narrator guy that I, hi- I hired to do the intro to the episodes... So it's not like a, we reuse You're going to tell me the re- narrator guy's Kevin James. No, he's not Kevin James. It's a different guy. Who is he? <laughs> David Spade. <laughs> David Spade. Yeah, we got David Spade. He's not on the show. You have two like, he's just A-list narr- actors. <laughs> he's just the narrator. 90s SNL comedians. Is it a play-by-play then? Of is it is he live commentating the show also with you and Kevin quipping back and forth? You have David Spade chiming in. Completely yeah. separate from what you guys are talking yeah, about. So, so it's like he's commentating a golf match. So David's role is, first of all, he introduces the the episode. Right? He goes like, Welcome back to another episode of Kevin Blart, Accent Deducer. And <laughs> <laughs> Colin Jacobson. Like, what was that? I mean, what did he, he, he does forget that sometimes. What did he mutter under <laughs> yeah. his fucking voice? <laughs> and, uh... And then he says, you know, here with my best friend in the world, Mr. Kevin James, Paul Blart himself, the man, the myth, the legend, the only reason this show is good. And today we're going to... (laughs) He skips past you. You're standing in the background, like, trying to see over somebody's shoulder and look into the camera. Yeah. You're their show's fucking... You're you're Kevin's show's Vanna White. It's Well, it's my show, and I resent that. Or Dana White. Whatever her fucking name is. Dana Uh, Van... But yeah, so a lot of... So then I go in, and I kind of, you know, try to explain everything. Kevin talks over me a lot. (laughs) But yeah. I go and I exp- as a good co-host does <laughs> explain the episode and you know what we're doing on the episode and all that stuff yeah. and essentially David Spade is in the booth and he's doing like it's like a live commentary mm-hmm. while we're recording he doesn't come in and afterwards yeah and he sort of jumps in with the narration on the the low spikes you know where. Maybe the contestant is just trying Thinking to deduce. Really hard, yeah. yeah, exactly. So he, he kind of jumps in and yeah, he's like that NASCAR uh, just uh, voice. Another left turn. Voice yeah, that, yeah. Where it's like, if he doesn't say anything in an episode, it's never been the case. But if he doesn't say anything in the episode, that, that wouldn't like ruin the episode. Wouldn't that be know? weird if that has been the case? <laughs> he shows up and never says anything. There's the always low points that he can. And sometimes like him and Kevin banter back and forth. Oh, yeah, because Kevin's the host. No, well, I mean, Kevin's Miami Richter. Kevin's like the Vanna Miami White. Richter? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's like my Vanna White. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, so it's like Kevin is Vanna White almost. Imagine if Kevin then, is Vanna White. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so Kevin is like Vanna White, and then David Spade is kind of like Pat Sajak, and I'm like the wheel. <laughs> You know, imagine me being the wheel. You can't with like, all the prizes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you can't have the show without the wheel. Imagine me being the wheel, but the whole wheel is bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have the show without the wheel. Like obviously, Pat Sajak is great, 
and he's like it's awesome you couldn't do the show without vanna white either i mean you could but like you don't want to <laughs> you really you know? could but you don't want yeah, to correct but you can't do it without the wheel. Like, literally, you can't. I'm like the it's wheel. It's in the title of Wheel of Fortune. Right, as, as my name is with the show. And you can do the Wheel of Fortune without fortune, because we don't have any prizes. Well, we do, but they come from the wheel, which is I me. Am, I am running I am running out of money. I'm, I'm, I'm burning a <laughs> hole I, in my wallet. I have no money. I, David I, Spade <laughs> won't pitch in. I have ran out of money. <laughs> have you seen that deleted scene where David Spade introduces Kevin James as Chris Farley? Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a weird one. That was funny. Yeah. I don't know why we deleted that. That was gold. No, and he teared up and he stormed off. I mean, it's a good duo, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like we're a good trio. You know, like when they're kind of riffing back and forth with each other, right? Sometimes I like to jump in. I mean, most of the time they don't acknowledge that I said anything, but like I kind of like to jump in and quip with them, you know, sometimes. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Quippy? Remember that? No. <laughs> I think you're salty that they're better hosts. They're not the hosts. They're, they're not co-hosts either. They're just, just there. You're just the wheel. They're part of you're the show. You're just the they're, wheel, buddy. They're on the staff, <laughs> but they're not the hosts by any means. You know? Just because I'm the wheel. Just, <laughs> you can't have the show without the wheel. You can't have the show without the wheel. It's like imagine Once wheel of fortune without the wheel. Imagine the price is right, okay? Got it. Bob. David Spade is like <laughs> Drew Carey. Okay? Sure. I'm talking modern day. Okay. okay. Skinny Drew Carey. Yeah. Kevin SDC. James. Kevin James is like the- fat Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm like the wheel. Yeah, the wheel. <laughs> you can't have the show without the wheel. You, you, They have things where you don't spin. But you do spin. Eventually. Every episode. There's but other games. more than you spin. There's other games and stuff that are not on the show every episode, but, but the wheel is on every episode. You could just be a pro. You could just be a door. No. Behind me is a goat. <laughs> what, 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 could you use this analogy if you were that game? The game of... Uh, do you remember that fucking game show? Um, the two, M- Mort's doors, <laughs> two goats and a door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you pick door number three, and it's a fucking copy of door number three behind door number three, and that's your gift. Yeah, you want so, a new garage door? So David Spade is like Monty Hall. Okay. Yeah, yeah got it. Good one. Kevin James is like the goat. <laughs> Me? I'm like the we the door. <laughs> I'm like the door. <laughs> right? You can't have the show without the door. Kevin James is like the goat. You don't want him. He's a bad prize. He's like the goat in that he's kind of funny. <laughs> he's kind of funny. Kevin James is the goat. Yeah, and Kevin James is the goat. Yeah. Call my mom and see if she remembers Mr. Tellini. Very it's only fair. Okay. Hey, Jane. Yes. Do you remember in Dover, there was this weird Italian guy that would hand out spaghetti at Halloween? Spaghetti? Like loose spaghetti, yeah. I just remember the popcorn ball lady. Yeah, I thought he would, I thought that guy, maybe I'm remembering it wrong. His name was like Mr. Tallini. Does that ring a bell? Or is this just a weird fever dream? What the fuck? Yeah, I was saying it could be. Then again, I wouldn't shock me because Dover's pretty weird. Spaghetti, I would think I would remember that. That's what I mean, but that's why I think I remembered it because it is fucking odd. 
I just wanted to ask you about this. I got to go pretty soon, but like just running it by you. That's weird. I texted your dad today and I said, because I forgot to tell him that the place next to us is for sale. He used to work with her. Your dad did it. I thought you were going to recommend that he buy it and I was going to shoot. Oh, good. That's a terrible decision. I said, then you'd have peace and quiet. There'd be turkeys, deer. Because then we'd know who the neighbor was because we're all worried about who we're going to get in. But then he's like, there would be no peace and quiet. I think anybody... Anybody with enough money to buy wherever the fuck your na- you know your neighbors live is going to be pretty mm-hmm. normal. Yeah, we were, hopefully it's we not Mister Tolini. There's no uh, way he's still alive. Which house was it? Do you know? It was like two or three from like the if you're looking at if the popcorn ball lady is on the right, like on the corner. It was like two or three from the left of hers. I remember kids at the bus stop because his house was kind of close to the bus stop. The older kids would say he'd throw, like, rolls of coins at birds for fun. And I know a lot of parents didn't like that. Or, like, people's parents would tell that to the kids at the bus stop. Oh, so he maybe was, like, a nut. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, well, no fucking normal guy's gonna give spaghetti to kids. Because, like, you can't tell them to fuck off. And it's spaghetti, but, like, you'd rather have candy. Whatever, I just want... Yeah, it was, like, loose, like, wet spaghetti. It wasn't, like, sticks. That, I don't know. I would remember that. You better ask somebody that. Yeah, you were my first person. I'll let you know if I can gather more info. Okay, why are you in a hurry? What? I'm I'm going to go to Colton soon. Okay. Okay. Be- behave. I'll try not to. How's grandma? Horrible. Why? She's just, she's fine. Just old okay. and lonely. All right. I love you. Love you too. God bless you. Look out for Mr. Tulaney. Yeah, no shit. I, hopefully I hit him on the fucking way back home when it's dark and he's on the road. No, he's eating no. like corn or some shit in the field. Fuck. Don't say that. Now no, something weird's gonna happen. I'll clip a homeless it. guy on the way home for you. No worries. Oh my god. I love you. <laughs> love you too. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. He does exist. I knew it. He just lives in the field. <laughs> What a weird guy. How come people's parents, remember they were always worried about, there's going to be a fucking revolver in your Reese's. <laughs> they let us take loose spaghetti like, from Mr. Tolini. <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe they didn't want to make dinner. Cooked, freshly cooked spaghetti. <laughs> they, they knew that they didn't have to make dinner on Halloween is why. The weirdest one, the last year before he, the last year I guess I trick-or-treated, I remember he did that shit of, he he was also at the door, which didn't make sense why he did this, but in out in front of his garage door there was a bowl of just take one. And mm-hmm. he would have a bowl of loose spaghetti. But then also stand at the door if he wanted more. Are you supposed to take one noodle or yeah. one handful? They were, long, they were long noodles. I think he meant for one noodle. Okay. Kind of like an... Uh, he was going straight up angel an, hair. An udon or whatever. <laughs> he made yeah. his spaghetti out of udon noodles. <laughs> yeah. He did. I don't remember that year. I uh, but that's what they were. That's how thick the spaghetti. It was udon like. I, I don't know st- if they were udon itself. I also just uh, yeah. I stopped trick or treating a lot like sooner than a lot of other kids did. There's no way he'd be able to throw coins at birds now. <laughs> oh no, he probably shouldn't have been able to <laughs> that's then. Dead. That's a pre-internet thing. Yeah. Fucking Mr. Tolini. I but, hope he's okay. Like, maybe. I hope I, he's just munching down on his corn. I can't remember if this episode's one with jokes or ones with stories. I can't remember what you bitched about last episode. I think I wanted it. I I wanted jokes last episode so you can do stories. Cuz I read I read the book last time and I was reading some jokes. 
So you can do a story if you'd like. Because I was complaining that all you ever read is stories, so I wanted to do okay. jokes for one episode. This is in the, the section of the book called Labor's Lo- Love Lost. You can do jokes if you want. And this is <laughs> one thirty. This is page 134. And uh, the story is titled, The Future of the Five-Hour Day? Question mark. This is that bullshit technology won't make you work, fucker. By Jack Altschul. Future is a five-hour... Honestly, I would take a five-hour day, five days a week, over eight-hour day, four days a week. Yeah, me too. I think I, yeah. 15 less hours. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Seven less hours. The five-hour day won recently by a New York electrician's union. This is back in the day, so that's fucking crazy. Could turn there out to be... There was electricity back then? A Pyrrhic victory. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Pyrrhic. 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 What, what the fuck does that mean? It's capitalized, too. Is it a place, a person, or a noun? <laughs> or a thing. <laughs> a thing. Or an animal. <laughs> a person, place, thing, or animal. I hate that. Other trades in the construction industry have high-voltage ideas. God. High voltage ideas about leisure time too. Person, place, thing, or idea. <laughs> That's what it was. I swear people would say animal. What do you mean idea? <laughs> <laughs> they give you a sense. That's a noun. Like a dream? Genocide. That's an idea. And you would capitalize that. I don't think so. High voltage ideas about leisure time. Genocide was your example <laughs> of an idea. There's an idea. <laughs> Not that you mention it. <laughs> Oh shit. Other trades in the construction industry have a high have high voltage ideas about leisure time. Two. There's a comma and then two and then a comma, which is weird. And the way their union leaders have been getting workers less work and more pay contracts every year. It may not be long before men begin to wonder what to do with all their idle hours. Of course they won't have much of a problem if they have working wives. Let us consider, for instance, a typical day in the life of Virgil Trauma, a plumber, and his wife Ophelia, a secretary about eight years hence. Right? <laughs> Virgil's is a good one. I'm already laughing. Virgil starts work at 7 in the morning, so he has a long long since departed from the house by the time his sons, James Hoffa Trauma... Eight. And Ham. <laughs> the other one. is single. <laughs> it's like a, a fucking rap name. And Ham. <laughs> and... Van Arsdale Trauma 6 Van Start preparing their jet cereal breakfast The boys rush off to school after Dutifully awakening their mother And Ophelia settles down to the the coffee Virgil, oh it keeps going And Ophelia settles down for the coffee Virgil left for her Which is gonna be cold Even if it's heat, mm, it's still bad They put it on Heated uh, coffee tastes bad Even if it stays hot If it's made uh, earlier It's not a, what are those things? Hot plate? Hot plate. I was thinking Bunsen burner for some reason, but they don't have a Bunsen they have a, they burner. Have a granulated cylinder of coffee <laughs> over a Bunsen burner. They have a hot plate and they put the ceramic mug on the hot plate oh. so it keeps it warm. The boys rush blah 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 blah. At 9.30 she is picked up by, by the carpool. I wonder if they're gonna do karaoke in that carpool. I fucking hope so to win their Klondike bar. <laughs> After 9.30, she is picked up by the carpool, and the four gals have all the way to work to discuss what hubby cooked for dinner the night before. Spaghetti? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Tellini's in this story. Virgil returns home at 12.30 and stretches out in the easy chair with a copy of the nation's best-selling magazine, Hubby's Home Companion. He gets through such articles as The Office Boy, A Threat to Your Marriage? (laughs) And Busy Day, 
Busy day meals for busy boys. What the fuck? Before he is interrupted by a knock at the door. Hector Complex, a strapping pipe fitter and next door neighbor whose union won him a four hour day, wants to borrow a cup full of sugar to finish an upside down cake. They make a date to go supermarketing later in the day, and Virgil busies himself with cleaning the house. At three o'clock, Van Arsdale and James H come bouncing in from school, and Virgil is horrified to see that their shoes are soaking wet. You just wait till your mother gets home, Virgil barks. At three thirty, Virgil. <laughs> At 3.30, Virgil and Hector keep their shopping date. In the store, they stop to say hello to Hell Neurosis. Hell serves on... <laughs> what? <laughs> you must not know the neurosis is. No, I don't know the neurosis is. Hell Neurosis. Hell Do you know the Applebee's? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the Applebee's, but I've heard people talk about the Applebee's. Oh. Hell serves on more committees than I don't anybody. know the Applebee's either. Anybody I've only heard else? people talk about I've heard the neuroses <laughs> talk about the Applebee's. So I do know the neuroses. I know of the, the Applebee's. I know of the Applebee's too. That's actually really cool. What do you know of them? <laughs> that the, They're fans of the neuroses. True. Hell serves on more committees than anybody else in town. That's probably why he's neurotic. His current interest is in forming a local chapter of the National Equal Rights for Men Association, which is plunking for an eight-hour day for the working man so he, he can catch up to the working woman. Both Hector and Virgil agree that they'd like to join, and Hector volunteers to hold the first meeting at his house. I hope the boys like my upside-down cake. He ventures shyly back home. <laughs> I love pausing because you think it's done. Virgil gets busy preparing dinner and is interrupted only six times to break up the fights between his warring children. The shrimp and cream cheese casserole is in the oven. When the phone rings, it is Ophelia. I won't be home for dinner, she says. The girls have decided to have a couple of beers and go bowling. We got to have some relaxation, you know. After all, we do work a full day. Virgil removes the casserole from the oven. The boys refuse to eat it and rustle themselves up another package of jet cereal. Who's rustled themselves up? <laughs> Motherfuck. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Rustled themselves up. <laughs> I like finding new names. Weirdly, Virgil gets them to bed. At midnight, Ophelia hasn't come home yet, so Virgil turns in to... He falls asleep to the wonderful vision of the equal rights for men, boys marching on Washington and winning an eight-hour day. That wasn't funny. There's more. Three jokes to close it off. What? Page 135. Oh my gosh, the nerves of this guy. I think he can read a story and then just keep reading jokes. Union leader reading bedtime story to his child. Bedtime joke. That's you. The union leader? For the child. Listening to the story. Once upon a time and a half. That is definitely not how that was supposed to be read. Yep. <laughs> how do you think it was supposed to be read? Once upon a time and a half. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Wrong. Oh. Oh, here's somebody you might know. We were talking about great labor leaders earlier. Remember who came up? Samuel Gompers. Samuel Gompers. <laughs> I know Samuel Gompers. Learned about him in eighth grade history. Haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> Classic Samuel Gompers. <laughs> Motherfucker. Actually a name that I know. <laughs> we 
good place to run into him. Uh, please, Mr. Gompers is my father. <laughs> so stupid. Samuel... <laughs> Samuel Gompers. It's <laughs> another Barney Wiener thing. It's not. <sighs> you Gomper, you brought her. Just read it. <laughs> oh my god. Samuel Gompers, the great labor leader, was <laughs> L-I-T-E-R. Jesus Christ. Was once asked what American labor wanted, and his response may well be the most eloquent speech he ever made. More, he said. That was not a speech. It said so. Final joke, closing out the first page of the chapter, Labor's Love Lost. Because all these are really funny. A movie house... Showing a popular thriller was being picketed, but crowds continued to throng into the movie. Throng? <laughs> You're not throng. What's throng with that? <laughs> crowds continued to, thr <laughs> to throng into the movie. Union officials decided a drastic step was necessary. The next day, a lone picket stood silently by the box office. His sign read, The hero's uncle did it. That spoils Spider-Man. Oh. What about Uncle Ben's rice? Please, Uncle Ben was my, <laughs> my father. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know this. Sorry to kind of shoehorn this in here, but this is my personal belief. Okay. I'm an, I'm a Joseph Stalin truther. So he doesn't, Joseph Stalin doesn't exist. He wasn't, that was, that was made up, it's propaganda. 